0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeff Gardner.
1: Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have another Good Neighbor on Ray Trainer with Central Ontario Refrigeration and HVAC, or in short, CORE. Ray, welcome to the show, man. How are you today?
0: I'm not doing bad, Jeff. Uh, I'd like to thank you for having me on the podcast. Super excited,
1: and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to telling you a bit about ourselves. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad you're all branded up. Seeing the logo in the background, you got the hat, you got the shirt, you got the awards in the background. Uh, I love it that you're at the office. It's great, man. So, for the people who haven't heard of Core before, or maybe you have local uh, loyal clients or people that have forgotten, as we do forget. Tell us a little bit about your business, what do you do?
0: All right, so uh, Central Ontario Refrigeration and HVAC, uh, we're a local uh, HVAC and refrigeration uh, service and install company. So uh, we specialize in residential, uh, so homes and subdivisions, and that also uh, includes uh, condominiums as well. So in suite stuff and, and that kind of stuff. And we serve uh, the local Berry, uh area and surrounding area. So pretty much all of Simcoe. Beautiful, so residential, is is there commercial as well, or we also do commercial uh, HVAC and refrigeration as well as uh, appliance repair. So we're we're very heavy in the restaurant uh, scene as well.
1: Okay, so anybody from just a local suburb or condominium or a restaurant, you guys kind of take care of it all.
0: Yeah, we, we've got two divisions uh, with, with uh, two different uh, leads in each division. And they're both great guys. We've got uh, Michael Archer, who's running our uh, commercial appliance division. We've got Sean Hambly, who's running our uh, our install for the commercial and residential division. And then we've got Josh Henson, who's, uh, who's our service manager. And uh, they've all been with me for years and are j- just great guys. Beautiful. And so this is your baby, though this is my baby we uh started this up in in 2018 and hope to
1: keep on growing it beautiful i love it man so i'm always curious about this i love knowing the why behind it or the journey so tell us a little bit about your journey like why why hvac why refrigeration why take this road
0: well the reason i really took this road was uh always like solving problems mechanically inclined so uh out of high school, decided to try and get in the trade and, you know, immediately got an apprenticeship uh, and went through all the schooling. And I was uh, as high as licensed as you can be in the the, uh, the country of Canada by the time I was 23. Um, so I've been doing this for quite a long time. I've been in the trade for about 17 years. Um, did most of my my learning and stuff downtown Toronto uh, with a nice commute and uh then we decide to uh hey listen we want to serve the people of simcoe county barry uh you know i grew up and lived in in collingwood which is you know in the simcoe area and uh, uh not Collingwood sorry cookstown. Oh, <laughs> uh, cookstown yeah cookstown uh collingwood is uh just where we do uh some of our condominiums so i apologize about the mistake there but we wanted to serve around here so uh yeah in 2018 uh i decided to pack it in at the beginning of the year and uh, start core.
1: Beautiful. Cookstown. Oh my God. I've been there many, 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 many times. I used to have a partner of mine there and a uh, great little, great little area. And I can imagine the commute to Toronto. I've spent many uh, years in Aurora. I spend my time now in Simcoe County, but when I was out in, uh, in Aurora's Oakville, it was Toronto. There are a lot of driving. It's much more I don't know, from my experience anyways, more peaceful in Simcoe County. The people I find a little bit more friendly, the community is a little bit more deeply rooted. It's a great place to, uh, to connect with people. So I worked in the HVAC industry for about five years. I don't think we were what you guys are. Um, it was a tough business. It was a tough business for us, it was about five, six years. And I heard of many myths and misconceptions that I was constantly explaining to people. So can you tell the audience about some myths or misconceptions about HVAC and refrigeration?
0: All right. So uh, there, there's a lot of, I guess, th- there's a few myths and misconceptions about um, about HVAC as a whole. Um, so let's start with uh, the first Um we are, there are lots of honest HVAC guys and we are not associated with duck cleaning, which there are very much honest people too, but we we have gotten a bad rep from door to door and, uh, and that sort of thing. But you know uh, there's a lot of good young people coming up in this trade and that's just not something that happens uh, too often anymore. So that's one misconception is uh, you know, you got a lot of great guys in this trade that are looking to to work hard and make sure that uh, you're, you're getting the best service and you're comfortable in your house and you, you have that peace of mind. Um, some other things are um, let's say uh, the, the, uh, the pleated filters. Everyone wants that, that, that best filter they can ever have. Um, you know, those are great to have if you have allergies and stuff, but you know what? Um, you don't have to change it quite as often. You'll get a longer furnace life out of it. Um, if you use one of the ones that uh, allow a bit more air to pass through, mm-hmm. right? saves you some money and uh it, it gives you a longer lasting furnace the depleted the ones are for, for more for uh for allergies and stuff like that um so that's a, a huge misconception in our in our industry for that um and uh last but not least um is uh i'm sorry i i guess i'm getting a little nervous on this podcast here it's all good man um, another misconception about the industry is um that a, a furnace is kind of like a, a once in a lifetime purchase. Um, yeah. That is maybe 50 years ago. You, you know, you had that, that chugging train in your, your, your basement that just never died, never had a service call. Um, they were vastly inefficient and um, unfortunately, Unfortunately, that's just not how things are designed today. They're designed with efficiency, which means, uh, you know, parts and stuff have to be changed. So you're looking at, you know, 10, 12 years, but uh, the days of 25 to uh, to 35 may be gone.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's what I heard often. We would go into people's homes and they say, this thing's been running for 30 years. What do I have to change it for? And so we tried to educate them. I was a lot younger back then, so I don't know how my delivery went. But we tried to educate them on efficiency. So it's probably a tough question to ask with specificity, but maybe general rule of thumb is um, like when we talk about efficiency, people are going to be using um, less gas. They're going to be saving on their bill. Is it better for the environment? Is it a difference from those old, um, I don't even know what those old stacks used to be called, but less efficient furnaces. Does it make that big of a difference?
0: It does make a huge difference, not only in um, in how much gas you're using um, or hydro for that matter, because those old units are, you know, that's back in the uh, the '80s when hydro was very cheap. Now uh, nowadays, with the more efficient stuff, you're using less hydro, you're using less gas. They're quieter units. And you're going to get more of a a comfortable heat. It's going to be more more around you, more ambient. It's not going to be quite, you know, blasting heat in one section, overly hot. And then your thermostat turns off in 20 minutes, you're cold again. It, it repeats the cycle. They're much more efficient uh, with their modulation and just consumption of gas and, uh, and hydro.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. So, and and that's something I heard 10, 10 to 12 years, something like that. <clears throat> um, but uh, the overall experience significant upgrade from from the previous furnaces so i love that one question for myself uh, i don't know if you guys deal with this um hepa filters is that something that you get a part of
0: uh we get a part of that from time to time Uh, a lot of people again with allergies uh concerns with uh you know any airborne uh, bacteria, stuff like that we tend to put them in they're they're an absolutely fantastic product um, they're just you know a little bit more expensive to change and maintain but uh, you know uh, if you have any any concerns with bacteria, asthma, anything like that, a HEPA filter is absolutely fantastic to have installed into your uh, your home.
1: Okay, beautiful. I love to know that because, you know, that was a misconception that I heard a fair bit. Every home needs one or every new building or every new construction is having one input uh, installed into them. I don't know that that's the case. That's what I heard. But I'm glad you clarified that for us. If you're worried about any pollutants, bacteria, allergies, anything like that, I also know that they are a great product. Um, So, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Now, aside from business, so we can get to know about Ray a little bit. You run a business. I know you got a million things on your plate. Uh, so entrepreneurs, that's where they spend most of their time. And hopefully for most of us, our business is fun. I certainly enjoy mine. You look like you enjoy yours, but outside without of business, a without a doubt. So I love it. Uh, outside of your business, what do you get up to, right? What, uh, what does Ray do on the weekends for fun to chill out or relax?
0: Well, uh, if you ask my wife, she'd say it's just a different type of work or uh, anything and everything. Um, so, uh, you, you know, uh, when I go home, I, I can do anything from, uh, I, I have a, a, forge. So we do uh, wow. small, uh, forging of, you know, railroad spikes into butter knives and stuff like that. Just, you know, fun little projects. I'm, I'm no, uh, no expert by any means. Uh, but, uh, you know, I do that kind of stuff. I also, uh, I also just, uh, moved onto a farm last year. So, uh, big part of my hobby is, uh, is chickens and you know having a garden and, and doing that kind of stuff i find it very relaxing to do that um also have two fabulous dogs uh jersey and uh axel axel uh, is our older dog he was a rescue from simcoe county uh, fantastic dog and then our, our dog uh, jersey uh she's just the worst morning dog i, I didn't know you could have uh, a dog that had bad mornings but uh, we do so oh, no. Oh, but, no. uh, yeah, so we'll get up to anything and everything, but most of the time, uh, I, I'm working on my baby oh,
1: right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. So you run the business, you got the farm, the chickens, the dogs, and you also do, uh, so what would you even call that? Forging? Like, am yeah. Forging. Huh?
0: Yeah. Forging foundry, smelting. Uh, we, we have a lot of fun. We make different, uh, so, with, with the kind of business I have, we have a lot of scrap. So sometimes I'll, I'll take some of that scrap home and I'll make, uh, iron, uh, I guess, ingot, ingots of, you know, hearts or, um, stars and sell that to jewelry makers, you know, just as, as a hobby or, you know, some people, when they're buying the eggs off the farm there, they'll come pick them up. They think they're kind of neat and cool. So, uh, that, that's something we do. Uh, also, uh, just as a hobby every now and then, uh, you know, buy and sell uh, storage units kind of because I saw that TV show once. Um, so I tried that. Um. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> so, cool. you know, get
0: up to a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, uh, I love it, man. It seems like you're an explorer. You're out there trying to find out what you click with and, and you're out there doing it. I love those YouTube videos on schmelting, if I'm saying it right, and forging. I think they're just so cool to take something uh, natural like that, something that was created from so much pressure and different minerals in the world, and then turn it into something that can be useful for somebody else. I just think that's great. <clears throat> now, uh, this question, I always provide a little bit of context, in. it's about the life trials and, and challenges that we've been through. And I, I like to point out that uh, in this day and age, we don't, there's, I think, feel like there's a larger portion of us, especially on On the digital landscape that shows all that is perfect in our life. And sometimes we even polish up what already looks good to make it look better. And we don't really get a real glimpse of what's going on. And somebody that's looking at that may even feel worse walking away saying, like, how is everybody's life so perfect but mine? Because life is challenging. And I think it's through those challenges that we get the opportunity to move into those moments of discomfort. And I think that's where the real growth comes from. I think uh, human beings really have this anti-fragility about them that when pressure is applied uh, in some way, mental or physical, we now have the opportunity to get the reward of growth. I think when we're constantly in a state of com- comfort, that maybe not always the place to be all the time. I love you know, being comfortable, but maybe not all the time. So uh, I found it to be very valuable to share my life challenges with other people. I work as a counselor on, on the weekend, kind of my passion project in an addictions facility. And that's that's all we do. It's just share our life experiences, uh, you know, the beauty and the scars. So I like to provide that little bit of context before we go into it. Um, but Ray, can you, can you share with the audience, any trials and tribulations, hardships that you've had to face that you now maybe sucked in the moment, but now that you look back, say, you know, I'm happy that that happened. That's helped me become the person I am today.
0: Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of that. Um, you know, uh, so you know, very good childhood, nothing to complain there, but you, you get into the work world and you really realize how the world works. And um, so the biggest challenge was uh, staying in this trade, to be honest with you, uh, my my first uh, mentor teacher, uh, journeyman, he, he taught me very well, he taught me work ethic, but he was, he was not an overly kind man, um, you know, would talk down to you, you know you're a young kid make you do questionable work things um so just staying and and making very min- minimal money at the time um because uh it you know he they weren't required to give us yearly raises or anything so 5 years of constant stagnant pay and stuff like that and driving down to toronto just to get uh what i'd say is a, a not verbally abused but uh something close to it so just Staying through that, I mean that that was hard, but it all paid off in the end. Uh, obviously, here I am, loving what I do. So that that's one uh, another big trial, I guess, would be um, COVID. Yeah, uh, just like everyone else, I know everyone has a, a COVID story. Um, for myself, um, we were a very new company; we had just started the year before just start to hire people and then and then that happened. Uh, and during that time, uh, me and my wife had just moved, just ripped out our brand new house's kitchen, bathroom, entire living area and both bedrooms. And then we were told all permits were closing down, you couldn't get anything. Um, <laughs> so this is how me and my wife found out we were meant to be together because we were living in one bedroom in the okay. basement with a microwave oven and an outhouse on our front lawn for six months. Um, so if uh, she stayed with me through all that, I stayed with her and it, it, you know, it, it was hard, but we made it through, we're stronger and uh, you know, we were able to get the house done and uh, it, it's absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, it, it, it really brings you closer together when you can go through those hard things and, and come out on top and, and share those experiences.
1: Oh yeah, man. Uh, So there it is for all the couples out there that don't quite know where you stand with your spouse. What you do is you go in a basement with a microwave. You put an outhouse outside, you tear the rest of your house apart, and then you go for six months. If you can make it through that, you are approved. You are a strong couple. (laughs) And now you're leading a business. So it's like, sometimes we talk about these stories and we're like, all of that sucked. Um, But what the lessons learned from it, it's interesting. Life kind of makes you pay for your reward in some way, whether it's great yes. character traits or a business or whatever it is, it, there seems like there is a prerequisite of some type of suffering or pain, but you learned from that mentor long ago, you said work ethic, so that's great. That's a hell of a skill to have. But then I imagine, you know, just you being on here and sharing your message and impacting the community, I imagine you're a great leader to your team. So you learn from a cautionary tale. Uh, it seems like from your previous mentor, and then going through COVID. It's a hell of a testament. You wouldn't believe, maybe you would, uh, how many businesses started in 2018, 2019, even early 2020 in Simcoe County and have been on this show sharing a similar story. It's a hell of a testament to those businesses to stay alive during that time when it was so uncertain, forced lockdowns, We all know what it was like. So kudos to you, man. And I appreciate you sharing that story with us. Those were two great stories. Kudos to your wife too.
0: (laughs) Oh, she's a strong one, stronger than me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine she is strong. Um, What's one thing you wish um, our listeners, which could be your current clients, which could be clients that have heard, uh, uh, individuals that have heard of you that have forgotten or people that have never heard of CORE before. What's one thing or one or two things you wish they knew about your business specifically?
0: Well, about my business is uh, well, let's say we're we're not just installers. Uh, we're educators. we we're not in there just to to whip that thing in, and make a buck. I'm core looks for long- term relationships. If we install your furnace, we expect to be talking with you uh for at hopefully the the 10 12 years until maybe you need another one or you upgrade the system or move and and call us again we uh we like to show people how things are working how make them understand how their unit works so they don't have to try and fumble through that giant manual that they slap with you at the end of the day and say read this you'll figure it out we we like to sit everyone down explain how it works explain how other options work if they wanna go down that route, because uh, there's no substitute for educating your, your customers on, uh, on your products that you're selling.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just nailed it. Like that, that is what we do as a company in with our print, with our digital, with our networking events, with our podcast, everything we do, we think education is what changes the world. Information that can impact others and increase the quality of their life. Whereas there's a lot of people out there, leaders, businesses that don't want to share their secrets. They don't want to share their education because I think that they're afraid if they empower their customers and their customers could do it on their own. And I think that's just such a limited mindset. If you are good at what you do, you care about your people, they won't want to do it on their own or a large portion of them will just be like, he, he's just my guy. Uh, if I have an HVAC or refrigeration problem, I trust him. And as soon as you have trust, they, they hand off that work to the expert. I'm very happy that you're willing to educate the public. It, I think it I think we all are better served because of it. I think that positive information ripples out much wider than we can see, and I think that is the road to long-term client relationships. So I love that that's that's your goal here, which leads me into my next question. and it's the one I don't put on the questionnaire. It's kind of my secret little question um i like to point out a little bit of context prior to this i think being an entrepreneur or son or a father or spouse community member they're all facets categories of life i think the main game that we're playing is the game of life that's the arena we're in and we play these different characters within it so uh, i've been very lucky to have some very good mentors for a long period of time in my life i feel to be a good leader you got to be a great follower so that's been my job with them is just to follow the path they've laid out for me and uh, they all encourage me to think about what impact have you had already? What impact are you trying to do right now? And what are you trying to leave going forward? Not necessarily legacy, but what is your impact on your community, your family, your world? So I like to ask other people that question. What are you trying to – how are you trying to impact the world? What's your goal? What are you trying to leave behind, right?
0: I'm trying to – leave behind a, a company that that's known for helping out its community for, for being honest for, for again, education. We, uh, those are all the things, you know, I strive to achieve. We, we take great pride in all my technicians being very friendly uh, approachable people. And what we want to leave behind is a community company that, that people can just learn to rely on. It's, Core, you can call them. They're they're from Simco. We trust them. Everyone knows Core. They do this for the community. Now, get I, I want to grow my community involvement, and again, uh, I'm hoping that soon we can start that. Uh, when you know we're, we're still going through some some COVID recovery, but we're we're setting up to help uh, you know uh, some uh, food banks for some, some you know. Angus food bank for some free, uh, fridges and, you know, trying to reach out to to different communities and help where we can, because, uh, you know, you, you can help in so many different ways. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is a learning process to find all the ways, but there are so many from reaching out to your local counselor and seeing how you can come out and educate, uh, some, some people at some events they're at, or, uh, you know, donating or helping out with some, uh, community, uh, programs uh any anything you can do with the community uh to to leave a name behind a a, a good taste in people's mouths is is what we want to be known for that's that's why we're here uh we're we're not here to become uh you know the the biggest name in hvac over entercare or something like that we just want to be a a solid community-based company that that serves everyone well love it
1: man uh, whoever nomined you, nominated you, uh, thank you, because this is what we're trying to do. All of our team live and work and our consumers and go to the schools of Simcoe County. That's the idea here. Educate people in some way, give back in some way to uplift the whole community and we can all kind of rise together. That's our little uh, slogan at our uh, addiction facility at the weekend is is rise together just by sharing our experiences and caring for one another. It sounds so cheesy and cliche, but I think that is the goal. It is not easy to do. So kudos to you um, for that being your goal, Ray. I think that is a a very virtuous goal. And I think we need more of that uh, these days. Thank you. How can people find out about CORE, Ray? Uh, So if you want to
0: well you can uh, contact us uh, our office number is 705-517-0174 uh you can also find out a lot about us at uh, our website which is uh core.ca c-o-r-h.ca uh it tells you all about our commercial programs and our residential ones um there's also our core facebook page you can find out a lot about us uh, on there um and then excuse me uh yeah, you, you can reach out on our website as well to get, uh, you know, free quotes or uh, a free consultation just to, to see, uh, see how we can help you or even if you need us at
1: all. Beautiful. So there it is. Um, I, I love that free part. So there's some people that are, I'm looking at the furnace all the time. I'm looking at my AC, whatever, and it's going to be a large cost and I'm uncertain. I don't have the information. Just give them a call just to get them there so that they can help educate you on it and help you along the path of making a better, less costly, um, more enjoyable experience decision. Um, Call the experts. That's what we're trying to do here so that the individual who needs these things done can get back to doing what they do best, which is running their business or being a father or a mother or a son or whatever it is. Let the experts take care of it. They'll even go there um, uh, at no cost to, to put you on that path. I think that's great, Ray. Really appreciate having you on the show, man. It was a blast talking to you.
0: Thanks for having me, Jeff. It it was a great time. Thanks,
1: man. Thank
0: you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Midhurst. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmidhurst.com. That's gnpmidhurst.com. Or call 705-413-3775.